Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of Fat Chat. I'm Laurie Boxer, Weight Number Diet Center. As everyone knows, uh, obesity in kids is something that I write a lot about uh, because I'm, I'm so passionate about it. You know, like you, I see it everywhere and it really pains me and it angers me. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, after a recent, you know, visual experience uh, at the Freehold Shopping Mall uh, here in New Jersey, you know, I posted something on LinkedIn uh, about childhood obesity and the uh, parental responsibility, or shall I say, lack thereof, associated, you know, with the epidemic. And you know, sitting there, you know, with my with my uh, salad and my bottle of water in the food court, uh, I saw so many just incredibly overfat kids. Uh, but I happened to zero in on a family because they were just sitting close by, um, where the three kids, all overweight, uh, looked to be between the ages of, say, 8 and 12. And it just made me think, really, of three questions uh, that I would ask their parents if I could. And by the way, uh, they too are overweight. Uh, number one, I would say to them, what are you thinking when your kids are gorging on a half-pound burgers with onion rings and fries? You know, supersized sodas, mega boxes of candy, and buckets of movie popcorn slathered in butter. Uh, Two, don't these parents even have a moment's concern about the potentially life-threatening medical conditions that their kids will develop in the future or way before if they continue to pile on fat? And number three, don't they care about the emotional, psychological, and social effects that their children will have to bear? Anyway, so, you know, uh, my post on LinkedIn drew mostly 98%, of course, positive comments, and people agreed with me in many ways. Uh, But I want to talk about the negative comments to my post, and I want to respond to them here as I did there, so you'll get my my feelings about them. Uh, One gal... Uh, took umbrage with my thoughts and words. Uh, Basically, she said that pointing fingers at parents who may be struggling with the same issues may not be the solution. Now, same, different, bigger, or smaller issues are not. Childhood obesity is a result of adult behavior, okay? It doesn't matter what issues the parents are struggling with. Child obesity is a result of adult behavior. Regardless of whatever issues we may have as adults, The paradigm for the way we live our lives must change when we make the conscious decision to have children, and certainly when they're born. We owe them that. The number one contributing factor to a child's obesity is parents, period. Another gal wrote that she thought my post was a a pretty harsh judgment against parents who, she believes, are doing their best to raise and provide for their children. Now, she further said, and I quote, Uh, Some parents were never taught healthy eating habits, and it gets passed down. Also, I think it's important to consider the significant impact socioeconomic status has. Fresh and organic produce and other healthy options are far more expensive to purchase. If you are struggling financially to feed your children, you have $20 to buy food. I assure you that you will purchase those processed unhealthy choices because you can get more for your money, assuring that your children will have enough to eat. It's the sad truth, end quote. Okay, now, in the first place, and even though I wasn't writing about, uh, you know, I wasn't, my, my original post, I wasn't even writing about people on the low rung of the economic ladder, I do not buy into the socioeconomic crap, okay? I don't believe it, I don't buy into that argument. I came from very little, including being raised without my father for almost all of my childhood, well, actually, yeah, basically from the time I was eight, 
along with my younger sister. My grandmother had to go back to work as a cashier at a local record store uh, to help us make ends meet. Yet somehow, we grew up slim and healthy. Now, I know countless numbers of other families today who are not rich by any stretch, who eat well, who make physical fitness a part of their lives, and who set examples for their children. If someone is truly, truly struggling to put food on the table, there are places they can go for good meals, just in, even in their local communities, some social organizations, churches, synagogues, uh, federal local agencies, you do not have to starve in today's world. As for adults who are never taught healthy eating habits by their parents, uh, that should not be an acceptable excuse for them to perpetuate that in their own children. Actually, it should be the catalyst for them not to do it. They can and should make it their business to educate themselves in that regard before or when they do have their own kids. And for what I would do if I only had $20 to feed my daughter, I can absolutely, positively guarantee that I would not spend $20 on crap. When I pointed out that nowhere in my original post was I making reference to those on the low socioeconomic ladder, that my post was prompted by what I saw with my own eyes at the food court, you know, parents who were clearly not in the low economic realm, you know, they were laden with packages from shopping who, along with their kids, were all staring at their, you know, uh, their $500 iPhones and Androids, you know, all loading up on the most excessively fattening, greasy, and sugar-laden drinks and desserts. Uh, this one other gal, you know, accused me now <laughs> of presuming that the parents were rich. Uh, anyway, look, obviously this gal had a bug up her ass, you know, but I was enjoying the jousting with her. And as I pointed out to her yet again... She was putting words in my mouth because on the other, you know, on the one hand, I never used the word rich in my post to describe this family and the kids that I saw. But on the other hand, one ha does not have to be an astrophysicist, of clearly, which I'm not, uh, to see with their own eyes that someone has a little bit more of the, uh, the greenbacks, you know, than the next person. Uh, more importantly, my post was prompted by only what I saw with my own eyes in my own community, not poor people, you know, from all around the world. Anyway... I just want to give some final thoughts on this subject of childhood obesity and parental responsibility. Excluding serious mental problems or medical issues, obese adults have the ability to choose to take the steps necessary to lose weight and get healthy. Children do not. They don't shop for the groceries. They don't cook or prepare their meals. They are totally reliant on their parents or other adult guardians to lead by example, as in all things, actually. Obese parents who do absolutely nothing to help themselves and willingly, with full knowledge of the medical, physical, emotional, psychological consequences of what they are doing to their kids and who perpetuate their own bad habits in their children. Well, sorry, you know, look, I have no freaking patience or sympathy for them whatsoever. There are those who are so quick to either or both blame, you know, the usual subjects. It's the fast food restaurant's fault. It's the environment. It's genetics. It's the desserts. It's the aggressive marketing of junk foods to children. It's the lack of exercise in the schools. And the list goes on and on. Or to enable and condone those who do. This is the snowflake society that we currently live in, blaming everything and everyone else for things that we either bring onto ourselves and or have the, the ability to choose to change. All those factors, we are told, can be addressed through government action and policy, more social engineering, banning commercials or food items, taxing certain, you know, so-called junk foods to make them more prohibitive. 
This is a fallacy. Society cannot be regulated into being slim and healthy. It's parents who have the important role in seeing that their kids eat right. Parents cannot be replaced by policy when it comes to the physical and emotional health of their children. And finally, on the subject of poor people who we hear way too often don't have the same ability to feed their kids well, I say bullshit. Okay, having a minimum to work with does not have to come in a cost to health. There are many other options available that don't break the bank, like, even if necessary, canned and frozen food, pasta, rice, dried beans, canned meat, canned broth and soup. Even with produce, a, sh- a shopper on a budget can load up on relatively inexpensive items uh, like bananas, cabbage, potatoes, carrots, onions, and frozen vegetables are actually more nutritious than fresh. Fresh produce, of course, is healthy, but produce meant for the fresh aisle is often picked before being fully ripened, whereas produce marked for the freezing process is allowed to fully ripen, which means that they have more vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants. By freezing this produce at its ripest stage, those nutrients are locked in. The bottom line is this, folks. Parents drive the food habits that their kids will form regardless of economics. In my house, my sister and I ate what we were served, and my husband and I did the same thing with our daughter. My mom never cared whether we liked what was on our plates. We either ate what was there or we didn't eat. It was as simple as that. We never ate anything fancy, but the portion sizes were reasonable, and there was always a vegetable on the plate. Feeding a child is the most basic parental responsibility. Making kids sit at the table until they eat healthy meals should not be treated as something reserved only for the rich. And that's my fat chat for this week. Please visit lauriboxer.com to, vi- to read my blogs, listen to podcasts, get info about uh, my program services and fees. There are answers there to many frequently asked questions. And please follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Until next time, I'm Lori Boxer, Weight No More Diet Center. And remember, nothing tastes as good as being slim feels. Mm-hmm.